I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. We've been waiting for you, listeners. <laughs> it's us, Miss Allardyce. <laughs> what a name, by the way. That's a beautiful name. Like, I'm thinking of changing my production company to just Allardyce Films. That's a good name, right? <laughs> it is. I would... <laughs> Yeah, I would want to be produced there. Yes, it's great. Beyond the Allardyce door. (laughs) Multipurposed. Yeah, I mean, she is a mover and a shaker for being, you know, four trillion years old. Good for her. Mm -hmm. Getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. Making the Mm -hmm. plants look all pretty. (laughs) Just a few little sacrifices. No biggie. Yeah. What a cast to this movie, you know? Oh, it's just starry. Just like perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just at the height of their powers. Just mm-hmm. no one's phoning it in. They're tr- no. tr- treating this as if it's like some sort of Shakespearean tragedy. I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Betty Davis is having fun. Like, you know, yeah. she's like in the twilight of her career, but she's she's having a good time here. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's great. Absolutely. Once again, not a stitch of vanity in that woman. Good Lord. Her nope. last... Nope. scene she looks rough <laughs> uh-huh. i'm sure on the set she she was like i could look rougher right <laughs> more actresses like that like you know a- absolutely like, <sighs> like i know oh. kate, kate blanchett is kind of like yeah I'll, I'll do more horror but i'm like well go do it <laughs> you know yeah let's uh <laughs> let's get on that kate <laughs> tick tock tick tock yeah <laughs> come on like, are you going to wait until you're, like, 65 to start? Probably. Like, don't do Probably. that to us. No. She's like, let me get all yeah. my prestige films out, and then I'll do horror. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Let me do Tar Part 3, and then maybe yes. I'll do <laughs> Tar, the franchise we never knew we needed. Wouldn't that be a hoot? <laughs> Just her on the re- uh. re- redemption tour. Or revenge tour, you know, uh, just oh, make ooh. it go full on like oh. revenge thriller with her, like you know, well. killing off these orchestra directors and stuff. And it, you know, I mean, if it's a trilogy, I feel like we should have her in part two, like try to redeem herself. And they're try like, we don't redeem. want you because you know, cancel culture is weird that way. Where like they'll be like, okay, you just have to apologize for what you did, and then they do, and then then they're like, that's not good enough. We still hate right. you, right. and you're like, so right. what do you do? And then right. she's exactly. like, oh crap, I. Uh, apologize they didn't care now it's time for revenge <laughs> oh god that now that would be good that would that would, that would be, be good fantastic so part two would be a tar redemption and yes. then part two would be tar revenge <laughs> tar the revenge <laughs> why good the stuff. fuck not <laughs> Are you listening, studios? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I know Come Tar on. made approximately $15 at, in the theaters, <laughs> yeah. but don't let that stop you. 
and didn't get like a single Oscar, if I recall. Like, Not it was, a single. It was nominated for like a billion things and didn't get like a single They're like, one. But, yeah, we're you know, good. We're not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> one day. Uh, one day. Yeah. The Tar Cinematic Universe coming your way. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's what we want. Speaking of acclaimed movies. Yes. We both saw. We, we, we saw some stuff, right? We have, listen, we're, we were just talking how proud we are of ourselves for actually watching movies, which is weird since we're a podcast about watching movies. Well, sure. But yeah, well, (laughs) yeah, in our defense, like (laughs) usually there's not much that I really care about in theaters. You know, it's usually like, oh, it's another Marvel movie. It's uh, maybe a horror movie that I'm interested in. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not, to be honest, but it depends on how good it looks. And uh, then maybe like one action movie or something. But now Mm -hmm. there's actually stuff in theaters because, well, partly because of the actors and writers strike, everything got pushed to the end of the year. So it's like all this good stuff is actually in theaters right now, which is interesting. Wonderful. It's fantastic. But like, it's kind of stressing me out because I'm like, I want to make sure I catch everything everything. before it, before, before it leaves i still need to see the holdovers i need to see that well and, you could um, watch that on amazon now if you if you, if you really don't want to go know, to the theaters for it but, but it's it's yeah there's something about going to the theater and sub, sub, supporting the theatrical arts yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i liked it i i um uh it's another one where it, it started out like it was gonna have a little bit of like bite to it and i was like oh he's uh uh paul giamatti uh, you know, is kind of uh, a little bit of that like Helen Mirren teaching Mrs. Tingle vibe at the beginning or I'm like, Ooh. oh, he's, he's this really kind of mean curmudgeon kind of teacher. And I'm like, I'm really into this. But then they like start softening him, softening him up way too early. And then it's like, OK, well, we've lost the like bite from the first part of the movie. But mm. I enjoyed it. It was I would I would say it was heartwarming. And all the 70s stuff Aww. was, you know, that all the vibes and stuff were great. So that was um, I enjoyed it. But I do miss 90s um uh, what's his face? Why, uh, 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 sorry, my brain. Oh, uh, the, um, Alex, uh, Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's um, it's it seems like a good little movie for Christmas. You know, a little heartwarming yeah, yeah, it tale. Is. It is. Redemption it is. and joy and yeah, and joy. Yeah, you know. Um, but then I had to go back and rewatch like Election and Citizen Payne, and I'm like, oh my gosh, these movies are so good. Like, can he can he like make something like this again? Is it possible? God, I know I he wonder. wants to do that. Man. Like they announced him to do that uh, sequel to oh, Election, yeah. but like then they asked him recently. He's like, "Well, I have like some other projects to do first. So I'm like, "Are you oh. actually gonna do this?" Oh man, uh, that's that's what we want. Come on, Al- Alexander, don't be a pain. I know. Come right? on, <laughs> don't be a pain, pain. <laughs> shoo shoo, uh, <laughs> shoo shoo. In the words of Sis and Ruth, "Fuck you." <laughs> I love Citizen oh, so Ruth good. so much. Now that's a movie so I don't think you could make today. There's just no, absolutely it's, not. And it's a shame because it's brilliant and it's so funny. <laughs> and oh my god, nobody the, comes out of that looking good. Uh, no, no. Uh, the subject matter is very timely, but yeah, it yeah. does kind of try to play things kind of like both ways, which you could get by with in the '90s when abortion was still legal everywhere. And, right. Yeah. You know, but now that it's not, it's like there's definitely some stuff that would not play as well today. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny, though. Oh, my God. It's such a hoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's that 4K, people? It's on my yeah, Christmas or wish it's, list. You know, yeah, or, or Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Come on. Yeah. Come on, something. I something. skipped a step. Not even a Blu-ray. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, take, I'll take the 4K, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just skip the Blu-ray. We'll go right to 4K. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so many good movies. We we, we saw uh, yes. May December, of course. May December. Yes, fascinating, gripping movie. film, just gripping, gripping. Oh my Not, god, the well, performances. I went in. I didn't really know what to expect. You know, one of those movies where I'm like, I, I I see the poster and I'm like, well, this looks like it could be like kind of a psychological thriller thing or mm-hmm. like um, some kind of campy death becomes her slapstick kind of thing. And I'm like, I have no idea what to expect from this movie. And yeah. I'd read some reviews that are like the campiest movie I've ever seen. And I'm like, there is camp in this movie, but yeah. there's also a lot of other things going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm so confused why people are labeling it as like this really campy movie. I have a theory because this movie is yeah. a melodrama. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like yeah, the one thing absolutely. I could probably cat- cat- categorize it as the most. Right. And right. I don't think people know how to read melodrama anymore. They they yeah. just automatically say it's melodrama. It must be camp. I'm like, that's not how it works, really. Yes. Like no. Because this movie, it, it makes you feel a lot of things. And I think people get mm-hmm. uncomfortable when they feel a lot of things. And so they just say, oh, it must be camp. And I, it, it kind of bugs I think- me. I think you're right. I think it's a combination of that with the fact that, like, we don't really have, like, dark comedies anymore. So, like, yeah. when when they see something that's even, like, remotely campy, they're like, oh, my God, that's the campiest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, yeah. but, but like, go back and look at, like, all these movies from the 90s and 2000s, you know, mm-hmm. the 80s. And it's just there's far, like, campier movies. And Absolutely. Uh, but uh, I, the stuff that I found campy, I mean, whatever the hell Natalie Portman's character is doing this whole movie, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just love like it's not really spoilers, but like at the end, yeah. once you kind of see the movie that she's working on, yeah, it's like all this for that. Like, what if we're right, really exactly, <laughs> exactly? Like her character is off, like living her own weird Hollywood satire plot thing mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie, and then the family unit though is just depressing. Oh as my fuck. god. And the, the the kids in in this are so great because like they they oh, don't yeah, have a yeah. lot to say, but mm-hmm. just the way they interact with one another and their parents, like you, it just it tells a whole story just f- from their own reactions and their facial ex- expressions and how they carry themselves. Like it's just mm-hmm. not a. It seems like a very strange family to live in. Yeah, absolutely. And like Charles Melton, I mean, it's a good performance. Oh, the character god. is just like. He's wonderful like, in this. The more you learn about this character, the more like depressing, depressing oh it is. God. Like again, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's just like, oh my gosh! Like by the end of yeah. it, I was like, wow! Like, yeah. uh, oh boy, that was a journey. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And and um, I, and there's a a big scene between him and Julianne Moore toward towards the end in their bed, mm-hmm. their bed, their bedroom, and I yeah. didn't realize that it was taken almost verbatim from an interview with Mary Kay Letourneau mm. where she's like who started this who instigated it who and I I oh had no idea and so it's like almost like verbatim of this crazy creepy ass interview and oh my wow. god it's so disturbing it's so creepy wow. and sad yeah. and but you know that's it there are moments that are very funny I mean within the first yeah probably two minutes of the movie there's this scene where <laughs> julian moore is just in the ki- kitchen and and she just opens up a fridge with this dramatic piano music <laughs> and then just goes i don't think we have enough hot dogs and and i'm like why is this so dramatic why 
That, and I think that's a bit, I, like when the movie started, I was like, oh, that's where the movie's going. Yeah, and I was like, like oh, fun. Not really, but like interesting. Okay. <laughs> and I laughed and thought, oh, Todd, you, you're, 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 you're going to be kind of playful with this one, aren't you? Um, yeah, not so yeah. much. It's not really that not so playful. <laughs> like yeah. there's still humor occasionally, but right. I, there's a moment where she, she shows Natalie Portman some um, card that her husband made her when he was young, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's like something like, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm gr- grateful for you or something like that. And then mm-hmm. after that, she 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 just was, I don't know why this is so f- funny to me. But she she said, the assignment was saying what you're grateful for. <laughs> As if she wouldn't know. Like, <laughs> so it's like little things like, like that. The humor kind of, yeah, it comes out of nowhere. And it, it's so mm. fast sometimes you're like, Am I supposed to laugh at this? <laughs> like, um, oh, another moment. Like, um, I don't. This isn't really a spoiler, but like, where um, Julia Moore's son from her first marriage is like oh my describing God. like how he found out about like this affair that's happened. That, <laughs> folk, if you <laughs> like, okay, folks, if you haven't seen the movie, you know it's kind of about uh, uh, Natalie Portman's character is going. She's doing a um um. What do you call it? Like a, a scene. Uh, it's like research uh, for shadow. This yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's gonna like shadow this. A person to do a movie about her life and uh, Julianne Moore's character and Julianne Moore's character had an affair with this like seventh grader um, mm-hmm. as when she was a teacher uh, I think it had been like 20 years before this or something and uh, so that's kind of the premise of this movie but she had a husband before this um, mm-hmm. and they had a, a son together who's like pretty much grown up uh, during the movie but he's just like describing <laughs> um, like the night that he found out that his mom was having an affair with a seventh grader it and it's like all like birthday pretty and like yeah it's pretty what, <laughs> Only one one kid showed up, and so they just spent all the time in his they room. They spent all night and then, together, mm-hmm. and then the kicker mm-hmm. is like, and so like I just gave him a hand job, and he left or something. <laughs> like, it comes what? out of nowhere, and you can see Natalie's port Natalie Portman's face just like she has no idea how to react to this. It's it's like that was hysterical. Weird. But yes, there's just these moments here here and there. But then it's also like really creepy. Like there's just moments. Yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. I found the last interaction between Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman once once again no spoilers to be really creepy. There was just like oh, something absolutely. about it. I was like, ugh, this is like. Well, she's just in complete denial, you know. Yeah. Of Julianne Moore's character, and it's just Ooh. ugh. There's there's so icky. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like there's their relationship just gets creepier as the movie progresses and. You're like yeah. you're kind of yeah. like is I would keep Julianne more away from the knives. That's all I was right thinking constantly. <laughs> exactly. It was like I hope she doesn't have a knife. Exactly. Like, yeah. And she like for, freaks out when like someone can't can't cancels a cake order. It's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like I don't know yeah. what to do with this cake. Like <laughs> it's just, I made it. I took I wasted all that time on the cake. It's like. It- and they're just oh, like staying in this scary. town when they could just like move somewhere else and get away from. So it's just yeah. it's, it's it's such a we- it's very interesting movie, yes. fascinating. Like it, so many different levels, but it it it's it's something. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot going on here. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's a good one. Definitely worth checking yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Saltburn. We both saw Salt. Uh, Love Saltburn. Right? That was a it was great. Yeah. So it much was a fun. Lot of fun. Yeah. It was sexy yeah. and seductive and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, th- there are like three or four very specific moments. They're clearly just there to be like, 
uh, you know, sens- sensationalistic, <laughs> absolutely sensationalistic and stuff. But like, that's fine. Like, you know, yeah, I, I, I was I was there it. for it. So you Why know, not? it was it was great. I am good with that. Yeah, yeah it's a great um, perf- performances. Very funny. Um, mm-hmm. I love seeing uh, Carrie mulligan in a very odd role with a with a big yeah. red fright wig i thought that was a fun uh-huh. choice um, right right and rosman pike is hysterical i love yeah. it yeah right yeah i've seen some people they're like well this movie doesn't have anything to say and i'm like but she already made like a statement movie you know with the yeah the, the promising young woman this one right. to me was just like let's just have fun and make some weird gothic you know uh, yeah it's I, just I, yeah it's goofy and yeah. a little trashy and what's yeah. wrong with that and, yeah, and I mean, there's we could all people use some... out there that are are like i feel like it's saying something negative about the working and middle class and i'm like um did you see how the the rich people are portrayed in this do you think they exactly. were portrayed positively yeah. <laughs> i don't get no. that like they're kind of no. monsters they're terrible yeah 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 oh. um good fun though yeah it's it's one that's kind of hard to talk about without getting a little spoilery oh, yeah. but uh yeah there's there's some definite twists in it folks so go check it out absolutely lots it. of twists it's yes yes good stuff I, I do that one's coming <clears throat> to amazon soon too mm, okay i think on right. regular prime too so it might be free for okay prime members good good um i did i feel bad but i still have not seen thanksgiving but you saw it yeah thanksgiving um all in all, kind of fun. Um, okay. The killer reveal and like the last act of the movie are a complete mess and do not work mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. But everything up to that point is pretty good. There's a few too many characters. And by the end, there's a lot of people that survive who didn't need to survive. And I'm like, why were they uh-huh. even in the movie if they're if you're not going to kill them off? You know, because they, they don't really have any personalities. All the sort of mm-hmm. team characters are very kind of, you know, shallow and dull and i guess that's kind of the point um right uh but yeah i mean creatively in terms of the kills very well done um cool. if if that's what you're going in there for you will not be dis- disappointed whatsoever um it's goofy it's it's not quite as um uh maybe trashy as the original trailer was like there's the whole trampoline scene from the trailer but it doesn't go in the direction that it did um mm-hmm. in the tra- trailer um it's i think it's worth watching it's probably the best thing eli roth has done um, that's my thing like but... i think that's why i didn't rush to see it because i'm like i don't really like most of his films am i being yeah, completely I'm not honest fan. so yeah. but uh yeah yeah it's it, it it's not bad it's 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 a good time but for some reason they're doing okay. sequels and it's right. wrapped up pretty cleanly at the end so i don't know what they're gonna try to accomplish here but well maybe they'll whatever. give some of those characters personalities that you mentioned that maybe survived. So. Who knows? <laughs> maybe one can only hope <laughs> one can. fingers crossed oh um, lord i did watch now that it's on shutter the uh and you watch this too right it's a wonderful knife yeah uh-huh yeah <laughs> uh listen i was told if you can't say anything nice um i did, <laughs> don't say <laughs> i just i tr- i wanted to love this movie so much but mm-hmm. like the first 20 minutes of this so, something about the dialogue felt weird like they were trying to establish so much within this short period of time um sure 
And that's weird because the writer did Freaky, which I didn't find the dialogue to be bad in that necessarily. I mean, questionable, but I don't, I just, I, something felt rushed about this. I, I didn't connect mm-hmm. with anybody. And it, there's, there's a lot of Fair. queer yeah. c- characters in there, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I liked Justin Long's teeth. They stole, <laughs> stole the show. <laughs> What um, was going on with this character? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't I, I, very and all the again. I don't want to spoil things for you folks, but like the the magic stuff that causes this to happen is so odd. Yeah, and it apparently causes like mind control and stuff too. It's just very strange. There's I, a lot I don't, going on in this. Yeah, I don't know what's going on? It's uh, um, and uh, people have said it's sort of like if Scream was like a Hallmark Channel Christmas movie, and maybe I just haven't seen a lot of Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies, so maybe I didn't get some of the stuff that they were ma- making fun of maybe i i just uh, I, I don't know it just didn't work for me surprisingly i like this one a tiny more than you did i think um but that's okay because i think you like totally kill her a little more than i did so that's yeah um, i mean yeah it's, I, it's I didn't right. like i wouldn't say i like this movie but um the, the premise is very similar to an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so maybe that's why partly I like it. Oh. Uh, like, there's an episode where this character makes a wish that, like, what if Buffy had never come to town, and what what would the world be like? And then, like, that's kind of what happens, and the wish comes true, and this, like, villain who had been kind of lurking in the background ends up becoming, like, the ruler of the town, and it, it's pretty much the same plot. So I wouldn't be surprised mm. if that was, like, I know this is based on It's a Wonderful Knife, but I also know Michael Kennedy is, like, a screen Buffy kind of person, so, like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was, like you know one of the inspirations for that but i agree the dialogue is not good <laughs> like it is uh i think the kills are often way too fast like there's no build yeah. up it's just kind of like bam dan dead uh um yeah I, not a lot of memorable scenes in general which is kind of my problem with i think both of the, these movies this year with like totally killer and this like they're just blurs in my mind right. like they, they happened i watched them but like i don't remember specific moments and i feel like yeah, if I movies are a series of moments like i think that's kind of a problem you know if i, if I can't yeah. remember like i mean i think things, the, but... the pro- problem that both of them have is that i don't really know if they commit to either the comedy or the horror yes, enough yes. to really make an impact i, I did find right. one line in this very fu- funny and it came from Catherine mm-hmm. isabel oh, she's the best um, character absolutely absolutely and she gets literally nothing to do but right, exactly. um which is a shame because I was so excited to see her. Mm-hmm. And there's a line where the the lead character gets like a tracksuit for Christmas and she's like, My brother get gets a car and and I get this lesbian tracksuit and Catherine I- Isabel just goes, Hey, we don't wear that. We would never w- w- <laughs> yeah, wear that. Yeah. It's a f- funny bit. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah, it feels like we kind of reached a point of diminishing returns with these slasher comedies but yeah maybe one will surprise me at some point but it it it, it, it just feels like we got the final girls back in like 2015 which is like over a decade almost a decade ago at this point which is crazy oh god and then um happy death day i liked was pretty good in like 2017 and mm-hmm. tragedy girls was decent um but then everything since i don't know has not i, I haven't loved as much i, I think you like freaking more I, than i did but it's yeah um, but even then, I've never rewatched it. I watched it. Yeah, yeah, there's not. Yeah. I feel like a good horror comedy needs a kind of a rewatchable vibe, and there's mm-hmm. most of them just aren't movies I care to see again. Right. And right. Yeah. I find that troubling. Right. It's. Uh... Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe something will surprise us. <laughs> at some Maybe. point. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Who can uh, tell? Yeah. 
it's just like why can't we like get back to the vibe of like horror with some comedy like it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be a full-out comedy but it also doesn't have to be like extremely serious horror like something that is kind of you know finds that middle ground which i think there have been a few decent attempts at that like megan this year but it's like Mm -hmm. uh, we need to find something that like these movies that are entertaining but like you know uh, yeah are not too yeah thanksgiving kind of did find a balance a little bit better with the comedy and mm-hmm. the horror. I mean, it's never okay. scary. I'm not going to say it's yeah. a scary yeah. movie. It's not susp- suspenseful, right. mainly because you don't mm-hmm. care about any of the characters, which is the problem. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. I. I mean, the 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 best ch- ch- kind of chase suspense bit in that movie goes to a character that I think we're supposed to hate. I'm not sure. So I was like, that's mm-hmm. a fun choice. I don't know why we are okay. supposed to care about this character. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's the main problem is that most of these characters in these movies are just not really interesting or relatable enough to care about. So the stakes aren't really high mm-hmm. enough. And and yeah. that's that's sure. my main problem with these yeah. movies. Yep. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Um, yeah, either you have to have characters that you care about or they have to be so ridiculous like friday the 13th mm. level where it's like it's kind of right. fun to watch him die and if you don't yeah. f- pick kind of one or the other it's kind of like yeah whatever you know yeah it's <clears> like they're just not yeah i think those these kinds of movies if you're gonna do a horror especially a slasher comedy just make mm. the characters r- r- ridiculous just go for it yeah you know yeah 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 but uh um i think that's all the ones yeah, we watched all the recently. biggies. I think. Did I see anything else? Okay. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I saw. Okay, Saltburn, Thanksgiving, May, December. It's a wonderful night. I finally saw Bo is Afraid, which I I, oh. I don't even know what to say about that movie. You know, it's 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 something. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's of a stuff. lot. <sighs> yeah, it's it's um, I really like that movie a lot for like the first actor too the the middle part where he like finds the weird like woodsy theater troupe that could have just gone away i don't think that really needed yeah to be i there. think the first act and the last act are interesting you know when, when yeah. patty lapone pops on screen i'm like okay oh i'm, God, I'm, I'm, so I'm interested good. in this what's happening <laughs> oh jesus yeah Par- parker posey uh, too jesus like she's in yeah, the movie for five minutes and steals the whole damn damn thing ari aster has to be queer like of some kind. Uh, yeah i'm sorry but like come on no, no straight person would put both these people in the same movie and like you know give them these campy moments but well it's weird because there was an interview with patty lapone when this was first released and they and they and they were like so how did you get the offer for this and she and she was like well ari contact contacted me and um was like i've seen you in some shows and i you know would, would like to work with with you and she and she was like oh i had a feeling he was gonna be you know like a theater queen and be talking about you know evita and gypsy and stuff and in actuality mm-hmm. the reason he thought of thought of her was because of this tiny david mammoth play that she that she did <laughs> that was a huge flop with uh deborah winger about 10 15 years ago and she mm-hmm. was like and then i was like oh i guess he's not really like a typical like musical theater queen so i don't know <laughs> who knows then so who can tell yeah yeah um yeah it's it's a journey that's that's for sure it is I, I an epic one in some ways kind of hope that he re-edits it as a like miniseries at some point because i think that would be, be kind cool. of interesting um rarely do i feel that way but it's one of those that i actually do think might the pacing i think might be a little bit better if there's like mm-hmm. some act breaks in there but absolutely i don't know yeah know. my See? butt had never been more numb when i walked out exactly. of that movie i was like jesus 
<laughs> Man. Oh. But it was a good time for the most part, but Lord. Yeah. Just yeah. a lot. Oh. Yeah. Well, I watched Oppenheimer from the comfort of my couch. Um, oh. Uh, you don't need to. <laughs> That's, okay. all That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Well, I'm not a big kinda, like Christopher Nolan person for the most part. I just well, it doesn't some even feel like liked, a but... film made by him per se. It feels like him like trying to make like an Oscar bait drama that like has some of his like visual flair and stuff. But the script mm-hmm. is just so like it's a very typical biopic kind of thing. Like the characters are all wooden. We're kind of jumping in different parts of time, and yeah. uh, Emily Blunt is good, but like the barely give her anything to do and there's like one scene where she gets to shine it's clearly they just added it so she would get a you know supporting oscar or something you know um it it uh i don't know it kind of reminds me of um a beautiful mind remember that movie at all oh yes which is yes not a great movie in fact i don't really even like it however it, it, it had its moment and then nobody watches it like 20 years later and that that kind of is what this movie reminded me of. Like, I think it's probably right. going to win like best picture and stuff, but like, is anybody going to be talking about it in 20 years? Kind of doubt it. Yeah. That's, that's we'll usually my problem with most of the Oscar kind of movies is that, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they have a big moment for a few months and then they're forgotten about once they win or don't win. It doesn't really matter. Right. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. they just sort of dissipate with the ether. No one ever talks yep. about them again. Mm-hmm. Oh, <sighs> What? a uh collection of thoughts folks yeah you didn't expect that from this week no look at us with our <laughs> fresh movie takes <laughs> and then we jump back like 50 years to burnt offerings <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about a real classic <laughs> <laughs> an aged uh, little trifle we call yes. burnt offerings <laughs> Burnt to perfection here. Oh, so crispy, so delicious, mm-hmm. man! Mm-hmm. Burn them up real good. Right. Uh, we were going to cover this last week when it was still November, but I was not up to it. Uh, I did watch it last week. I did not take any notes, so I've forgotten like everything. But that's okay. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so here we are. Buckle in, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bumpy. It's gonna be a bumpy ride here. Uh, but this is a 1976 supernatural horror film, of course, uh, directed by uh, Dan Curtis, who is mostly known Woo-woo. for Dark Shadows. Yes. Um, and the Night Stalker and the Night Strangler and uh, Trilogy of Terror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, ever heard of it, folks? Classic. Ever heard of it? Yes. Also starring Miss Karen Black in four mm-hmm. different roles. Mm-hmm. My favorite is the little tiki doll one. Oh, I mean, you can't think of that without that little doll that little fucker of course. just you know <laughs> god creepy little bitch oh i hate that thing he's so scary that's oh, true that's true uh this was written by dan curtis and william f nolan who's mostly a novelist um he wrote a bunch of tv movies and uh tv shows as well uh this is based on a novel by robert marasco um titled burnt offerings Wait, what? No. Uh-uh. Uh, how? I know. I know. Oh, uh, why did they change Crazy. the name? Why? <laughs> actually, it's a really good book. It's a great book. I did actually read the book back in yeah. nice. middle school, high school. Uh-huh. Good good read. Good. Good. Uh, let's see. Not much development-wise here, but that's okay. So, um, in 1969, it was announced that a project named Burnt Offerings would be directed by Bob Fosse, 
from a screenplay Ooh. by Robert Marosco. Mm. Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> Although it never materialized. I know. How, what, what would that have been like? <laughs> what the fuck? Interesting. <laughs> so he'd like just done what? Crazy. Like Sweet Charity? Was that it? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Oh, shit. Fascinating. Huh. Wow. What a different movie that would be. Right. Uh, so the screenplay was sitting there for a while and a movie never materialized, but Morosco actually made the screenplay into a novel, which is interesting because that's mm. kind of the opposite of what usually happens. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Um, the title of the film and source novel derives from the Bible referring to sacrifice by fire. Interesting. Uh, da, 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 talked about that. Um, when offered to do the project, uh, Curtis found the novel uninteresting, particularly when he called it a nothing ending and joked to himself, I bet some idiot who doesn't know what he's doing will come along and make this. <laughs> okay. The ending of the book did kind of suck. It's I, okay. I want to say it ends with the scene in the pool where the Oliver Reed character is like paralyzed and he just like watches his mm. son drown and that's the end of the mm-hmm. of the novel i got gotcha. like boring gotcha. it is it is so they did Im- improve upon it with this movie okay uh filming took place at the historic dunsmore moor house in Ooh. oakland california yes um also seen in phantasm fan fan yeah phantasm yeah mm-hmm uh betty davis reportedly had conflicts with karen black during the shoot feeling that black did not extend to her an appropriate degree of respect or that her behavior on set was uh and that her behavior on set was unprofessional oh i wonder what that means interesting i don't know what that means um do, 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 do. Uh, Betty Davis also did not like Reed. <laughs> Oliver Reed. Um, oh, wow. Possibly... She must have had a great time. <laughs> Good time here. She said, uh, possibly one of the most loathsome beings I have ever oh, had the misfortune, <laughs> misfortune of meeting. Tell us how you really feel, Betty. <laughs> Shit. Good time for Betty. Man. Wow. Like, were they worse to work with than Faye Dunaway? I always thought that was the one that she <laughs> hated, hated yeah, yeah. the most. Not for a million dollars, Faye Dunaway, ever, ever. (laughs) Oh, hilarious, hilarious. Uh, Opened on October 13th, my birthday, 1976. Uh, Not the year I was born. Um, (laughs) Don't lie to people. (laughs) You look great. Well, (laughs) thank you, thank you, thank you. Um. The film ranked number one at the box office this weekend. Ooh, as it should. Uh, but the overall gross, not so great. Uh, $1.56 million against a $2 million budget. So, Jesus Christ. How much did it make yeah. the first weekend? Like, Right. I know. Bucks? If it opened number one. Oh, like, <laughs> what was it playing against? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really oh, depressing. Interesting. Uh, let's see what Ebs said here. He says, um, It's a mystery, all right. Burnt offering just persists until it occurs to us that the characters are the only ones in the theater who don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, the horror is expressed through sudden murderous impulses, a premise which might have been interesting if director Dan Curtis 
um, hadn't relied strictly on formula treatment. Okay, Ebes. Hmm. Um, well, once again, you made Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, but yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> that film is anything but formulaic, that's for sure. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's surprising. Uh, I don't think we need to hear from any more critics. No, fuck all Who you. Who needs them? <laughs> yeah, you're all dead now anyway, I'm sure. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> and this is the movie that killed uh, you. I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, I don't see Siskel on here, but I'm sure he did not like the child in Jeopardy. Yeah, he's like, I enjoyed the film until those bricks hit the child in the head at the end. And that mm-hmm, was too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, what's going on? Well, there is a family, and they are on a. Mm-hmm. They are trying to escape from the big city, and they have found this mm-hmm. beautiful house. It's secluded out in the woods. It's lovely, a little rundown, but it's it's nice and spacious. And they decide they're going to spend their summer at this house. And they drive up, um, mother, father, and son, and um, and they meet the people that own the house. It's it's these these two older people. They're like a brother and sister. And they're very excited at the fact that they've brought a child because, you know, the house just loves children. Mm-hmm. They're like, Eileen, the Eileen Heckert. Oh, my God. So, so good. And She's Burgess great. Meredith. And Burgess Meredith. It's just so good. Good casting. I always like think of them. Um, they're in one the first scene and they're great. Oh, you know, absolutely. With, with Eileen, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Annie. Annie. And also, and the, it's on the, such the, nice um, stationery. <laughs> the the or, original bad seed. She plays that drunken yep. na- mm-hmm. neighbor. It's like I got a little drunk and I came over. Yeah. It's just so, so, good. I, so good, Eileen. We love you. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so they're like really excited about them sp- spending the the time here. But there's 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 one catch. Um, they're going to be leaving their elderly mother in the room up at the top of the house. And they have to just feed her once a day. And uh, they're like, sure, sounds like a plan. Great idea. And they ag- agree to all all of this. And they bring um, the, uh, the, the father, who is Ben. Uh, his aunt, Elizabeth, comes with them, played by the wonderful Betty Davis. And she makes a big stink in the car about how, yeah, she's old, but she's still so fit and active. And she's smoking up in the car, which is like, okay, well, you're not going to be that fit and active if you keep on doing that. But okay, Betty. <laughs> um, she's like, can I bring my own cigarettes? And they're like, sure, Betty. And um, and so they're c- going up there and uh, and they find it strange that once they arrive, there's just like this packet of information and they've just left. The people that own the house have just left and they don't leave a phone number and they're just like, peace out. Have a great summer. And they're like, well, that's kind of weird. And so what starts to happen is um, slowly but surely the family starts to turn on on each other. Like there's this whole scene where father and son, Ben and Davey, are playing in the pool and everything's nice and then all of a sudden uh ben just starts like throwing him around the pool and trying to drown him and Mm -hmm. everyone's like what's the what the fuck's happening what's going on like why is ben acting so crazy and um marion the mother is kind of obsessed with this green greenhouse and when when they first arrive it's all run down all the plants are dead and it and all of a sudden the plants start um springing to life again and 
she's the one who's been in charge of leaving the meals at the door of Mrs. Allardyce, who we we never see. She just leaves the meals there. And in her kind of parlor up there, attached to her bedroom, there's all these pictures, these black and white pic- pictures from God knows how long, you know, maybe mm-hmm. hundreds of years of all these people just kind of staring into the camera and looking like a little a little skittish, one could say. They're like, what a strange group of pictures. And she has like a little music box and it's just, it's just so in, in, in intoxicating that Marion just kind of kind of gets taken away by it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, also Ben is having these weird dreams that are kind of like flashbacks of when, um, when his, his mother died, I, I think, I think it was his mother. Yeah, I think that's what he says. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there, there was this creepy chauffeur guy who just like stared at him and creep, creep yeah. him out. He keeps Smiles. Like, he, all he does is smile constantly. Like, what is yeah. he smi- smiling, smiling about? It's very frightening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's a point where, like, he's kind of reflecting by the pool at night. And Marion tr- tries to kind of, you know, get him out of his sh- shell a bit and f- find out what's going wrong. And they decide to skinny dip in the pool. And you're like, oh, yay, they're reconnecting. And then Marion's kind of like, yeah, not really into this so much. And she decides to leave and he like kind of pins her down on the ground and like is, I guess, about to like rape her or something. And she sees mm-hmm. um, the light on in Mrs. Allardyce's room and she's like, not here, not now. No, Ben, no. And he's all like, oh, why, Marion? Why don't you want to have sex with me? I'm Oliver Reed, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and yet things are getting stranger at, by the minute because Aunt Elizabeth is getting weaker. And, you know, mm-hmm. as she she said at the beginning, she, she's a very, very strong for her age. And um, she's starting to get a little winded as she walks up the stairs. And at one point, she's like trying to go up and talk to Mrs. Allardyce. And Marion shows up and is like, no, you cannot see her. And Elizabeth is like, but we're both old ladies. Why can't I talk to her? And she's like, you just can't. And Elizabeth starts to take to, to the bed a lot. And uh, she's like wasting away. And at one point they wake up in the middle of the night and the gas is on and has been like trying to kill them. So they have to crack open a window. And um, and then Elizabeth just gets worse and worse and worse as the greenhouse continues to flourish. And Marion starts dressing really weird and like these long like Victorian robes and only lets them drink out of goblets instead of glasses. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. And um, and at, at one point, Elizabeth gets so bad that they're like, we have to call for a doctor and they cannot get a doctor on the phone. Like it will not let them get one out. Um, And eventually she just gets worse and worse and worse. And Ben hears this car pull up and he looks out and it's the chauffeur. And he's like, oh, no, he's coming to take her away. And the chauffeur just like shows up and breaks into the room with a casket and like throws it at her. I don't I don't know if that was supposed to kill her. It's hard to tell like what's what's real and what's not, you know? Yeah, it's one of those movies. Yeah, it's getting kind of it's getting a little bit murky. Mm-hmm. Um, And Marion's just getting worse and worse. She's starting to talk in weird ways. And Ben's like, we need to leave. Like, we just need need to go. And she's like, but why? I love it here. It's so beautiful. And he's like, I think there's something wrong with what with the house and she's like are you actually saying that the house is responsible for all of this and he's like well yeah let's go 
and she's <laughs> not having it. So um, at some point, Ben decides to just take Davy in the middle of a rainstorm and leave. So they get in the car and Marion like chases chases the mountain is like don't leave and as they try to leave the trees just start to fall and then it traps them in the car Ben gets out and is trying to you know, move the trees and all these branches come up like evil dead style and like wrap around him and he trips and falls and then Marion shows back up and like drives them back and then Ben thinks that she's the chauffeur and it's all very weird and now he's like paralyzed Somehow he's just like completely paralyzed. He doesn't move. He doesn't talk. And um, he's been set up at the pool watching Davy swim. And the pool starts like trying to draw drown him. And there's nothing he can do. He's completely trapped. And mm-hmm. he falls out of his wheelchair and starts trying to get to him. But it's it looks like it's going to be too, too late. And... For some reason, I don't understand why, but Marion is kind of sort of snapped out of her weird trance. Like she's now she's kind of back to being dressed like a kind of a normal mid 70s woman again. And so she's trying to save Davy, but like the Mm -hmm. windows won't budge and like all the doors are locked. So she finally has to break through a window and jump in and save him. And now Mm -hmm. they're finally like, okay. I guess it's time to leave. It took this much for them to be like, <laughs> time to go. And now somehow Ben is no longer paralyzed. I don't know how. Just he's been saved by the power of love. I don't know. And they load up everything and they get get in the car. And Marion's like, you know, we didn't say goodbye to Mrs. Allardyce. And Ben's like, are you fucking kidding me, Marion? Like, just let her go. And it's like, but she's an old lady. We can't just leave her there. So she goes back in. And Ben and Davey wait in the car. But a lot of time passes. And, and so Ben's like, let me go get your mom. So he leaves Davey in the car and goes upstairs to Mrs. Allardyce's room and sees this old lady uh, facing the window. And, and he's like, hello, have you seen Mary and my wife? Uh, just need to, like, leave. It's been lovely. And uh, then he spins the chair around and he's just like, oh, my God. And you see that Marion has become Mrs. Allardyce and she has gray hair and creepy eyes and like these long fingernails. She's dressed like a, like a, Daniel, Daniel, you were Mrs. Allardyce the whole time time. at the goddamn San Diego Zoo. Uh, (laughs) You ain't my begonias. It's it's a whole thing. She turns into Sally Field. It's beautiful. Um, (laughs) And And flies out of there like a flying nun. Like a nun. And, uh, (laughs) And, and she's like, I've been waiting for you, Ben. And he's like, oh, my God, and has a nervous breakdown. And either I, I think she like pushes him out of the window and he and he and he goes flying um, out uh, through the window and then hits the car and his head like explodes, splattering blood all over Davy, who's like freaking out. And Davy rushes out of the car and all of a sudden he hears this rumbling and the house, like the the bricks on the ch- chimney, all just fall apart and fall on his head, and he dies. And then we mm-hmm. see that the Allardyces are back. The house looks beautiful. Everything's green and lush. It looks like it's been repainted. And uh, and now the family, the uh, of uh, Ben and 
Mary and Davy and Elizabeth, their pictures have joined the mantle in Mrs. Allardyce's room of all the souls that have been offered to the home. Spooky. It seems like a lot of work. Like, couldn't they just repaint the house occasionally and, like, do some grounds work? Like, do, do do they need the sacrifices? Are they just lazy and poor? Is that what it is? Like, we can't afford it. So we're just going to offer up and, some people. And, and we're supposed to believe these people are, like, living out the lives of the original people who own the house? Is that what's going on? Like, because she's know. becoming the old woman who presumably lived there at some point, right? And then Yeah, I'm never quite sure. Because I would, I don't know. That's kind of the vibe I got. But the, but and then he's like becoming this kind of abusive dad that I guess used to live there. So I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, I'm I'm really confused. It, it's a confusing movie. I like it more because of the vibes and it's like it's nice and vibe. slow and kind of like eerie. Um, mm-hmm. I always forget it's like pushing two hours though. I'm like Jesus, that's a bit much. It's a little odd. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I've always wondered. So, like, is she possessed by the spirit of Mrs. Allardyce? Like, is was there ever a Mrs. Allardyce up there? Or, like, when she opened the music box, did she get possessed? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know either. It's, it's very odd. But I will say there are moments in this where I wonder if Stephen King was fam- familiar, familiar with this. Because a lot of it reminds me a bit of The Shining. There's a lot of Shining-esque yeah. Mm-hmm. elements you you have the dad who is kind of losing his mind and possibly going to turn ho- homicidal and you have all these weird ghosts and how like the the house kind of feeds off of the the trauma and the the terror kind of like the mm-hmm. hotel and the shining i don't know there's like a, there's a few little things there that seem reminiscent yeah, well, when was the 1977 the yeah, yeah the shining came out the novel mm-hmm. anyway so mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of around the time I yeah hmm. who knows i'm just saying it's curious i'm, I'm, I'm not saying i'm just saying <laughs> it's just it's interesting it's, it's, has anyone it's talked to steve about this <laughs> yeah <laughs> is he familiar with burnt all offerings <laughs> i'm sure he is i'm yeah, sure he'd watch it and say movie. it was the, the best horror movie ever made ever made like oh, every fucking horror like movie, every movie yeah <laughs> Oh my god, Steve! Like your your quote used to mean a lot, but at this point, it's like, come on, like the best adaptation of my work, and it's like Dream Catcher. I'm like, no, don't don't do that, Steve. Like he has outright said he's never seen a bad horror movie, so like maybe going to him is not like going to be the you know the, the best. <laughs> um, really, I've seen a few, Steve. I've seen, I've seen quite a, a few. I mean, I've seen a couple. They'll remain like, nameless, but like just in this in the in this past month, I've seen some. Like I don't think <laughs> I don't think you're trying hard enough, Steve. But then again, like doesn't he like write all day long? Like he doesn't have time to watch that much, so no. he's probably only seen like no. you know two hundred or so. <laughs> yeah, he's seen the good ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Boogeyman, of course. And Boogeyman, of course. Yes, of course. His favorite. <laughs> Like I wrote a story called Boogeyman, but this one deserves this one. the title more than mine. It's quite the a one step from, up. Uh, 2005. That that. Is there any other? Come on. <laughs> they all pale in comparison. Mm. That Barry Watkins from a uh, Seventh Heaven. You know. Um, it's Great Barry stuff. Watson. Okay. No, what? I'm Watson? gonna need you to <laughs> do not do not. Sh- <laughs> you need to get it right. My long hair dream boat from fourth grade. 
<laughs> oh my god he was so dreamy jesus and i was like being with you would be like seventh heaven barry oh <laughs> <laughs> seventh heaven when i see that smiling faces <laughs> shining back at me i smoked pot once <gasps> it's a whole season arc now dripping with drama Catherine <laughs> yeah. hicks how dare you how dare oh you gosh. yeah god that was a good show oh my god <laughs> It was Asia. Uh, there was like the best one is when like she <laughs> she's talking to some kids that are like giving one of her kids a a a, a, a hard a hard time and she starts to th- she starts to throw gang signs. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Don't mess with me. I'm Annie." Oh, like, it's like this is so bad. She deserves wow. all the awards for that show just for keeping a <laughs> straight face. Straight. That's got to be tough. That's oh, got to be really difficult. Well, if she could do it when a, a little tiny doll is like freaking out in her arms, I think she could she can handle anything, you know? <laughs> what a fucking artist she is. Yeah. Jesus. How does she do it? Go. Talk to me. Talk to me. I'll throw you in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> Iconic. It's a good movie. Great time. This movie needs a killer doll. I think they could have done done that. Like one of one of one of those like antique porcelain dolls could have come to oh, life yeah. at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. Little, little little Annabelle, but she actually does something this time. You know? Yeah, yeah. She just sit there. <laughs> no, she's so lazy. God, she gets everything to do the work for her. She's like demons. Just take care of my work. I'm gonna just right. sit here. I'm I'm good. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Annabelle. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> useless horror icon Annabelle. She doesn't do anything, you know? She doesn't do anything. No. No. God. Oh. Good times. Yeah, that's burnt good offerings. It's, that's burnt offerings. There's a lot going on here. Uh, it's got a good mood. And yet not so much. Yeah, there's, <laughs> like, like, there's, a there's lot going on, so much yet happening, not yet nothing. <laughs> and I love the way it's shot. It's like, you start to think you might be going blind because it's so blurry yeah. and like gauzy mm-hmm. and it's like very soft focusy and it's kind of like shot like a like a european sexploitation movie which which mm-hmm. which i like it's very arty mm-hmm. yeah. um and the music uh robert colbert who did the music i think for um Tri- trilogy of terror as 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 well is right. very on okay. point it's got mm-hmm. a, a, a nice little um melodic sort of nursery rhyme at times and then it gets really you know rough and gruff with all this exciting dramatic music and mm-hmm. it's very creepy it's a creepy little score mm-hmm. yes does a lot very... to make an impression yep very appropriate yes <clears throat> it gave me the willies this movie always reminds me of rosie o'donnell um <laughs> why because I, I promise there's there is an actual <laughs> story okay. here um because she talks about how she, i think it was on her talk talk show i called it once mm-hmm. like year years ago and some guest was on there promoting a horror film and she's like i don't mm-hmm. watch horror movies because they scare me because i saw this movie called burnt offerings on tv when when i was a kid and she was like and the chauffeur oh my god so scary and betty <laughs> davis was in the bed and she was contorted i was like i am too scared so that's that's the movie that just threw her over the edge. <laughs> She'll never watch another scary movie ever again because wow. of this one. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, you know, she, she did some good work, so maybe it did. it did its job. Like, who, maybe she would have, yeah. who knows what kind of person she would have turned into. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? I like to think that the movies that traumatized us when we were kids helped us yeah. in some way. You know, it in turned us in, yeah. into, into the people we became eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not a psychiatrist, uh, but that's what I think is I mean, <laughs> what happens. I do play one on TV, but <laughs> I did until it was canceled. COVID, man. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. it's a shame. My name is Nancy, and I'm here to study dreams on you know, <laughs> figure out what 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 makes people tick in their dreams. <laughs> uh, okay, now I'm kind of becoming Chloe Starling. Well, I came here, Doctor Lecter, <laughs> to, to study you and <laughs> the lambs, the lambs, they're screaming. The lambs, <laughs> Doctor Doctor Lecter. You said. I can smell your cunt. I can smell your cunt. <laughs> I myself could not. <laughs> oh, I'd like to see Great what she would do all of them. at the um, at the Allardyce Manor. She'd probably solve the mystery in like two seconds because you know she's like one of the few cops who can actually like do anything in these <laughs> movies. I mean, it wouldn't take much. You just kind of like break down the door and and be like, Mrs. Allardyce, you're not even in here. I got to get out of here. Right. <laughs> I think this is a possession scheme. I got <laughs> They're trying possession to possess pyra- me. Possession pyramid scheme. <laughs> They're gonna get me. I mean, it is like kind of an interesting commentary on like timeshares and stuff, right? I mean, because they're like paying <laughs> yeah. this ridiculously small amount of money, and also they're like, you know, he's supposed to be a teacher. At least that's what I rem- rem- remember from the book. So of course he makes like five, five five bucks a week you know right as right. most teachers do unfor- unfortunately yeah. unfortunately so yes it's like and so i think they live in like a little tiny cramped new york apartment at least that's what i remember from the book as well so mm-hmm. and there's this idea that like sh- marion is really coming to life in this house like she feels like all of a sudden they have this great life and she's playing house and it's very exciting and she doesn't want to leave she doesn't want to go back to that cramped you know poor person up up apartment you know she she mm. she wants this lavish lifestyle and maybe it's saying something about like you know that the the need for this kind of extravagance and how it drives you crazy i don't know could be maybe i don't know i'm reaching here i'm reaching that's i mean hey that's that's a, a better read than i could come up with so that's, it's, that's good it's my good. commentary on the mm-hmm. burnt offerings yeah yeah fascinating yeah uh i think it's my turn for an overlooked gem oh yeah what you overlooking this week um how about images oh is that the robert altman Altman? yeah okay yeah yeah you know also kind of surreal and uh, who knows what's going on in the movie i don't know but uh you got Susanna york here she her character is suffering from schizophrenia um, and she's haunted by hallucinations of apparitions. Uh, her husband has his mind on other things while her mental state is slowly deteriorating. She is unable to define whether the people around her, like visitors to her house, are real or imaginary. So it's another one of those movies where it's like, is the girl going crazy or not? And nobody believes her, of course, because nobody believes women ever. So no. it's it's you know, one of those. <clears throat> it's just simple female hysteria. That's what right, it is. Yes. 
Rosemary's baby adjacent, you know, is, is nobody believes you or they're work, actively working against you. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, you root for her because she's clearly going through some stuff here. And uh, yeah, it's another it's another one of those movies where it's like, is this really happening or not happening? And uh, kind of left up to the viewer to decide. It's been like a decade since I've seen it, folks. Sorry, but I can't give you more details, but <laughs> I liked it at the time. So there you go. <laughs> I feel like that's all you really need. It gives, gives you yeah, a nice, yeah. you know. I wish Robert Altman had had made more movies like that and three, yeah, women, three women like those those mm-hmm. weird kind of strange surreal psychological studies of ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was really yeah, me too. good at that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's out there. Uh, yeah. I don't know streaming somewhere, but probably Tubi. Who knows? Ah, um, everything's on on the Tubi. Everything's on the tube. God bless him. Mm-hmm. Who knows what we're going to do the rest of the week, the month here. Um, it's uh, maybe some holiday stuff. We'll see. And uh, you can follow us if you want. Instagram, Homos and Haunted Hill. Um, Facebook and Twitter, H-O-H-H Podcast. Uh, you can leave us a review in iTunes if you want. If you're nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, be nasty. Be nasty be nasty i mean don't be nasty to us please but you know no yeah uh, oh yeah that doesn't sound right yeah <laughs> i meant like the good kind of nasty yeah like like, like body yeah. you know be, like, yeah you know, kinda... yeah <laughs> be brashy be brash and brown. yeah <laughs> <laughs> those homos on haunted hills are the cat's meow you know you're oh, right that, that's great <laughs> that's they, they're just that. marvelous they 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 <laughs> always just have the top drawer kind of commentary <laughs> you know if you want to write that we're fine with that that's great. Tis, tis yeah. the season to be brashy <laughs> and body. Brash and body. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, your movie still out there? Still available? It is. To view? It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. When the Trash mm-hmm. Man Knocks exclusively mm-hmm. on Amazon mm-hmm. for the moment. For <gasps> What a tease. Until it gets pulled for being... D- offensive i don't know it's not really offensive oh, yeah. to anybody but i don't yes. well i don't <laughs> i mean i i i think you were making a statement on the middle east so you better be careful uh, i i i was yes uh, um not uh, many know that but it's uh no. it's, it's it's a political commentary film yes yes mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> not at all but it's <laughs> <laughs> If you want to read that into it, uh, good for you. But that's not the intent. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> you can read anything into anything these days. That's that's the world we live in. Yeah. The way she held her cup in that one close-up was clearly a sign that he was saying <laughs> this about the women's suffrage movement. Like what? No. What? What are you talking about? Like that? Can't. How did you get that? Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. But okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much to say about the scream stuff. You know, the the the, the stuff happened. Um, it's a shame. Yeah. There's a lot of drama, and it's it's just it's it's unfortunate. Um, is Nev Campbell going to come back? I doubt it, but they're trying to get her back. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I don't. It. it the, yeah, it just seems like, on all accounts, like there there were no conversations had. Just these sort no. of brash decisions, and uh, it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a shit show. I I don't it think it's going to recover from. from from this it's just there's right. a lot of bad blood i think there the is. best thing that could there happen is, is if it switched studios at this point just give it to someone probably. else probably probably um ugh. yeah ugh. uh but yeah we'll uh try to keep your holiday spirits up this 
season, folks. Yes, and, uh, we will be knocking on your door and caroling. <laughs> going door to door this, Good this year. <laughs> down on the feast of Steve. <laughs> I don't know the words, but if I keep moving my mouth, they won't know. <laughs> Where's the eggnog, please? Quickly, show number then. Oh gosh, exactly. Hmm. I mean, we got to pay bills the carolers somehow. I mean, we, yeah, <laughs> we accept donations. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that one caroler that's just totally tone deaf, and you invite him along. Oh, yeah. and you don't, you, you don't know that at the time. You're like, this person can probably sing, right? <laughs> nope. They have a smile and a can-do attitude. Yeah. How bad could could they be? Oh, turns out pretty bad. <laughs> Why are all those dogs barking? Like, what what, what what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> you have Stop a voice for madness. yeah yeah i don't know <sighs> leave it to the professionals you know yes <clears throat> oh man uh okay well that's all folks happy holidays peace and out. Such. yes yeah. bye bye <laughs>